Incarceration Music and Tattoo Festival is back July 14th through 16th at Ohio State Reformatory with Slipknot. Limp Biscuit. Pantera. Plus, Full Beat, Megadeth, Lamb of God, In This Moment, Highly Suspect, and more. Passes on sale now as low as $10 down at incarceration.com. Incarceration. So come and get it. Get it. Sonic Temple Art and Music Festival is back at the historic Crew Stadium in Columbus, Ohio, with the Foo Fighters. Tool. Avenged Sevenfold. Kiss. Plus, Godsmack, Rob Zombie, Deftones, Queens of the Stone Age, and more. Memorial Day weekend. Get your passes on sale right now at SonicTempleFestival.com. The wait is over. The pinnacle of rock festivals in America. Sonic Temple Art and Music Festival is back at the heartbeat of rock. Historic Crew Stadium in Columbus, Ohio with the Foo Fighters. Tool. The return of Avenged Sevenfold. Kiss. Godsmack, Rob Zombie, Deftones, Queens of the Stone Age, Chevelle, Falling in Reverse, Pussifer, Beartooth, I Prevail, Jawbreaker, Sublime with Rome, and more. Over 75 bands. We can't wait to see you at Sonic Temple Memorial Day weekend, May 25th through the 28th. Get your passes on sale right now at SonicTempleFestival.com. Foo Fighters, Tool, Avenged Sevenfold, Kiss, the biggest weekend of rock at the best stadium in rock. Sonic Temple Art and Music Festival. We're coming home. Hey, what's going on? My name's Julian. This is Ricky. This is Bubbles, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold, baby. Or Maximum Thrusthold. Automatic Thank you. defense procedures initiated. What we've got here is... Maximum voltage. Maximum power. Maximum carnage. This is Maximum Threshold. Call the show at... 440-709-4977. Maximum Threshold. And here's your hosts, Dom. And it's actually quite smart. He just makes errors of judgment along the way.
Yeah, that we got. What's going on there? That's it, man. That was some triumph. I live for the weekend. I was taking you back, man. I was tossing you back to some of the some of the glory days. Triumph. Yeah. So I was taking you back, and I was playing something for you. I live for the weekend. I just wanted to play some guitar shit for you, man. Just, just wanted to rock it out with you and just to blow your ears up there for a little bit. Yeah. Hey, did you guys check out that um that Triumph um documentary? I thought that was pretty damn sweet. I mean, they, they put they have they have a few other ones that are out as well, but yeah. Yeah, but the one that they just recently put out, it was pretty pretty damn sweet. And it, I mean, it even ends on a good note, you know, with them getting inducted into um, the Canadian, you know, their their rock and you know, their Hall of Fame kind of thing, as well as um, you know them all getting together and you know you know Rick Emmett's you know he's got to do his own thing and he you know they all get get together and, you know they you know they you know, become friends again you know that. You know, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying. So, hey, I got a couple interviews here. I got the interview that me and Michael, we got together uh, at the Fan Expo Cleveland with the Trailer Park Boys. I got another interview here. We'll play with um, Linda Robertson, um, Reinhardt, an author, which is pretty cool. And, but I got a bunch of other interviews, and we'll play it some other time as well. Uh, I'm not today. I'm not going to do that today. I just I got these two here. We're knockout. I thought you you'd like uh, the Trailer Park Boys, which is pretty cool. It's pretty funny. Love it. They stay in character for this. Uh, so um, it's pretty cool. We got our phones back. Oh, fuck. They've been out for a while. They've only I've been using them exclusively for bill collectors. I wish that they would leave me messages, but they don't leave messages on there because I'd play them for you guys. Uh, Fuck. They love calling me. I mean, all I see is these unknown, 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 but they don't leave messages. Um, I can give you their phone numbers. You guys want to call them. Fuck. I don't know why they've been calling me. I don't owe anybody money. Fuck. You got to buy shit to have people leave you. (laughs) I ain't buying them. I don't know who the hell these people are. So, yeah, um, Winamp, I, you know, because we do our broadcasting thing here uh, using Winamp. And Winamp, I'm using this this program that's they haven't updated in, in, in like 15 years, literally. Uh, they just all of a sudden decided to update it like the last couple weeks. So when I went to broadcast today they decided to update the fucking let's see my microphone now now my microphone's going to fucking be a retard <laughs> oh, the fuck <laughs> maximum threshold radio you're on air hey Dom this is Doug from Sun the Stage how are you hey pretty good hey how you doing man <laughs> too bad. I'm trying to tune into the show and it's driving me nuts. I can't get on. Oh damn! 
I'm trying TuneIn. I'm trying Spotify. It should work on um. It should work on TuneIn. TuneIn right now. I mean, I was having. Pro- I was just. I was just talking that um, my um, the, um, using my Winamp, it froze up on me when I first initially started it. So if you click refresh, it should work. Hey, how you doing? Everything's good. Yeah, everything's good right now. I was just. I was just having problems with the with the, the Winamp decided. Uh, to do an update right when I was when I just started broadcasting, so the whole thing froze up on me, and so I had to restart it. Oh, I was a pain in the ass. It's not often I get a Saturday night, and I'm like, you know, I gotta, I gotta tune in, man. I haven't done it in so long. Oh, I know the feeling. <laughs> I haven't done one in a, I haven't done one in like a, like a month. I stayed off it for a little yeah. bit here. I got this interview I'm about to play with Trailer Park Boys that we did. It's pretty funny. That's cool. I'm gonna try to check it out, man. Nice. Yeah. And uh, we'll, you know, we're hitting our 20th anniversary, and I wanted to uh, see if I can get together with you when they release the first single. Oh, sweet, well. man! Nice. I mean, I look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. I hope this out when Deep Roots came out. So I always appreciated that. Sweet. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So Fulton's doing well. I've been. I keep tabs. Oh, thank you, man. You know, Yeah, you gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta come, come through our area here, man. We'll do some shows or something together. I would love to do that. I think the guys would be on board doing that. Yeah, and if, um, ever, if we can get out your area too, man, maybe we could do something with you guys. Yeah, I'll try to bring something here as well. We'll try to do a trade off. Nice. We look forward to doing something like there's, that. There's a nice studio out here that's kind of like a TV studio. You could have. Um, I don't know, 50 or less people in there, but it's broadcast, you know, on the web, and they had an app mm-hmm. that you could put on their uh, Roku. Oh, cool. So I'm going to go talk to them about that as well. That'd be kind of neat. For people who aren't familiar with you, tell, let, let them know about um, where you guys are located at. Oh, we're on Long Island, uh, Long Island, New York. Nice. I didn't realize it was live on air. Sorry. Oh, hey, no, that's all right. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's a great show. I, I just you know, working in, in in family life gets in the way and responsibilities, so mm-hmm. I haven't been able to tune in. I loved getting in the chat room. Cool. Uh, yeah, that that chat room has been defunct for a while. It's died. I got to bring it back. We got build the we got <laughs> yeah. build the fan base back up. <laughs> oh, it, you know, it was fun. It you was. Know, get in there and mix it up with everybody yeah. from all over the country, you know. And what's the name of the band again for everybody who's just turning tuning in? Sunless Days. That's right. Uh, D-A-Z-E, Sunless Days. Cool. And, uh, you know, all the stuff's out there on, of course, you know, iTunes and iHeartRadio and, you know, YouTube and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but, yeah, you know, we... we the economy is what it was, so we were only putting out singles, and now we're, we're in the middle of an album. Um, so hopefully that will be released to the end of May. Cool. Or if not, just the very first single will be, uh, it's actually going to be a ballad, the first time we're putting out a ballad. Oh, wow. <laughs> so where can people pick but, uh, up, where can people tune in and, and find some of your your older material? Yeah, the uh, first album is Deep Roots, um, Sunless Days Deep Roots. 
It's on Spotify. It's on I uh, well Apple Music, not iTunes. I keep saying iTunes. Yeah. Um, but you know all the major outlets, you can find it out there. Cool. Um, yeah. So we hope to be getting back to that. Uh, we're doing local New York gigs at the moment, but we're going to be looking to book uh, elsewhere, and um, you know Connecticut, Pennsylvania, tri-state areas. You know, we'll go where whoever will have us, you know? <laughs> I know that is. <laughs> yeah, you know the grind. Yep, that's it. And we're just looking for, um, you know, out-of-the-box ways to get in touch with new people. And, um, you know, people have been with us for a while. Just new new ways of getting the music out there. Mm -hmm. so. I hear you. Yeah, like the live stream, I think, I think would be good. Um we're looking at a theater gig to also do a live stream with professional sound and all that. You know, if, if the numbers come in right, we'll do it. I hear you. So what was the, what was the latest, yeah. so what was the biggest show that you guys, guys have done lately? Lately? It's, um, it's probably been 89 North um, in Patchogue, which is a decent size. Patchogue is a, is a mecca for music. Um, on Long Island. They, they have a lot of venues in 89 North is one of them. Um, we're doing, we do private uh, parties as well. It's nice to, you know, it's nice to uh, have people that like our music enough to invite us down for uh, special occasions. We have an upcoming uh, benefit for a uh, leukemia um, he's a fellow musician who has leukemia and needs a bone marrow transplant. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had done a show with him actually at 89 North in Patchogue. That's where we met. And ever since, he's been a fan. He's always helped us support the music and whatnot. And his wife asked us if we would jump in and and help. And so we're going to be doing that next week. Nice. Um, so, so it's a fundraiser. It's also a bone marrow drive. And there's a lot of good things that go along with it. And, uh, we are the entertainment. Uh, my brother, who sings in the band, he's going to be doing his solo acoustic stuff. And then some of those days are going to do two hours. You know, straight balls out. And not, you know, no break. We're going to just hit you hard for two hours. Great. It's <laughs> a good thing, man. You know? I hear you. It's yeah, a good know, cause. You, you know what this music business is like. And, yeah. You know, it, you don't make much money doing it. Yep. I know um, that. So, so when you could take it and, and bring some good out of it, like we're going to do, um, we jump on that opportunity, Yeah. you know, uh, help out because, you know, it's, it's, it's important, you know? Um, yeah. So that being said, you know, we've had to reorganize and I built the studio in my house and um, that's where we're doing all of our production out of. Nice. Um, you know how it is and people aren't really purchasing music so much. So um, it's live shows where you can make up some slack, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so we're just trying to reschedule, you know, working around everybody's day jobs. And uh, make it make it happen where we can actually maybe do a tour again, and and we'd like to do that. And you mentioned coming to do some shows your way. Uh, I'm always open to that kind of thing, you know. I hear you. And we don't just do a show; we'll promote, and uh, yeah. we look to 
can promote it through radio and other things. Yeah, you got to do that, man. You got to believe in what you're doing. That's what it's about. Yeah, you have to invest in it. That's what people ask me. I said, the recording part's the easier part. Yeah. You know, I've been offered independent record deals and whatnot. And over the years, I said, listen, I'll cover the album expense. I'll record that album all the studio time. You give me an advertising budget, and uh, let's do it. <laughs> you know? Yep. And that's usually where it falls apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, it, it's... You could have all the music you want, but getting it on ears is the most important thing. Yeah. You know, things like what you're doing and what we're doing right now, talking about music and getting it out there. You've been doing it for how long now, Don? Oh, it's like um, 16 years. Yeah, I think the first time I was on your show was 2006. Yep. 2006, 2007, Big John was on the show with me. <laughs> Him? Yeah, I was just <laughs> I was just thinking about him, but like just a couple weeks ago when I was I was talking to um, the Pete Pete Evick because um, uh, Brent Michaels was was supposed to be come coming through town over here in Cleveland. Um, this this is a funny story. I was just just out of the blue. I was just texting Pete. I was like, man, I'm, how you doing? I was just I was just just shooting the shit with him. I was like, what's going on? And it was like, hey man, um, you coming to the show tonight? I'm like. Dude, man, I didn't know you were you're coming to Cleveland. I mean, I was like, I didn't know you were coming to town tonight. He goes, Yeah. He goes, You gonna come? You gonna you gonna come to the show? I said, Yeah, I'll come to town. I said, I'll come to town. I mean, I'll come to the show tonight under one condition: you let me come up, come up and play. Um, you know, every rose has a thorn with you guys up on stage. And he was like, He was like, Yeah, I'll hook you guys. I'll hook you up. So I was like, okay, I'll come up there. I'll even, I'll even wear my snakeskin pants. I'll come up there and I'll play with you guys. And so I was like, I, I told everybody at work, I was like, okay, tonight, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm going to see Brett Michaels. I'm gonna be, I'm going to the show. Now, so I looked into it. And I, I, I text Michael. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be seeing Brett Michaels tonight. And he was like, a couple, couple hours later, like, hey, man. Um, no, the show's not in Cleveland. It's in Cincinnati. I'm like, oh man! It was at the other other MGM <laughs> casino. So I was, I text oh, Pete man. back, I'm like, man, it's at the it's at the other casino. I'm like, fuck, that was a bummer. Jeez. So I was gonna get up there and play bongos with them. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was asked to play a cahoon, uh, play on the cahoon drum. You know, <laughs> one of my hobbies. I play guitar in a band, and, and I play drums as a hobby you know? yeah and and uh, and to help write and and uh someone asked me if i would play a cajon box i said i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> sitting on that box it could be fun but i i didn't do it <laughs> um but yeah maybe in the future i'm not an acoustic kind of guy yeah you know i, I like the electric you know mm-hmm. uh, i like i like power <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah so uh, I don't know. I mean, how is the scene where you are now? I mean, is, is it alive? Or are you, is, yeah. are you seeing a lot of action? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah. Oh, right. It's like, a, mm, I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's kind of dull. I mean, it's not not dead, but it's it's kind of like it's kind of dull. Yeah, I I kind of agree with that. I mean, I think I see more tribute bands. Oh yeah, and things like that. And uh, I think there are a lot of discouraged people from doing original. Mm. Uh, 
I hope people stick with it and, and keep doing it because you know, it takes a lot of work and you got to have thick skin and, and just realize it's not for everybody what you're doing, but there are going to be people that like it. I think um, one, one of the thing is um, AEG came in and swooped in and kind of kind of um, rolled in and took over like some of the, the larger venues. And when 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 that happened, <clears throat> it kind of um, a lot of the venues would take a bunch of um, the local bands and put them as um, the openers. Now that when AG moved in, they said no more no more local locals are going to play on the stages now anymore. So that kind of like threw all these local bands um, from having the opportunity to open up for a lot of larger name bands so we so we can't play in the big stages anymore so now we got we're stuck playing all these little bars and again like back in the day like we're starting all over again yeah it, that has been a difficult thing i mean um long island was difficult even when it was good mm-hmm. we used to go to downtown pennsylvania yeah. that's where we would open for docking and other things and we ended up headlining a, a brew fest there um just based off of that and now it's it's yeah i mean ticket sales you know you, you buy tickets in advance to get get the gig and all that stuff which mm-hmm. is fine but there has to be a payoff oh yeah you know you get be able to get in front of some potentially new friends you know yeah and we don't even get to do that now because we can't get get on those those gigs anymore yeah but but i don't think i i have a great shot at it you know mm-hmm uh, I think that the, it's changed. The dynamics change. I know certain promoters that used to do that are are not in the big venues anymore. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I'm looking at controlling the nights. You know, seeing if I can get a night and and hire on a, a national act or a regional act that you know may have had their hits and whatnot. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that by and see if it's a viable option. You know. Yeah. And uh, we'll see. We we've hooked up with some bigger tribute bands. Like we're not afraid to go on before them. Like, hey, it's the after party. Oh yeah. Know? Oh, I understand. We'll bring the, we'll bring the Godsmack tribute band on, and, and you know we'll make it very hard to come on after us. Oh, I I, I know that is. We try to make it make us make it a hard band to follow. Yeah, because it's our job. We yep. we got to leave it all on the stage, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing that. I call it selling it. You know, we might sound good for the night, but the guys will say, hey, Doug, what do you think? I said, well, we didn't sell it. You know, I'm really not happy. We didn't sell it, you know? Yep. Or I'll be like, oh, totally, this is great. You know, we might have had errors, but you know what? People bought it. People, you looked out there, and people we didn't know loved it, you know? But you're right. The the smaller venues are what's more accommodating to the original acts and whatnot, Mm -hmm. It is what it is, but it doesn't stop us from playing. We like to think of like my band, like Faltan, as like Kiss Without Makeup. That's kind of shows like we like to put on. We're going to be memorable. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that attitude. You're going to remember us when we play. Yeah. That's what you want. That's what you want. And, you know, but there's, we invest in the stage show, too, with mm-hmm. lighting, banners, you know, I have a line of guitars that 
aren't the most expensive, but they aren't the cheapest. But they, yeah. they're part of the prop, yeah. you know? They're part of the stage and the amps and, and the drums and all that stuff. And, oh, yeah. You know, it's a lot of work to bring that stuff out, you know? Oh, I hear you. But you do but you do it because you can't do it half, half you know? Yep. What kind of guitars? Right? What kind of guitars are you taking out there with you? Oh, I'm back on the Jackson kick. I, I during COVID, I, I got into making guitars mm-hmm. and uh, finding parts in different areas and putting together my ideal Strat or whatnot. You know, and I even built some for some kids that said they want to learn how to play and, and all that stuff. So I'd find stuff at yard sales, even refurbish those, oh, yeah. put new pickups, and show them, give them away. Yep. Because uh, I want the next generations to to be out there making original music, you know. But yeah, I, I they all they all look like sleepers. Um, you know, when you, you when you see some of my strats, they're just as badass as my Jacksons, and then some, you know. Yep. The face melter, uh, melters. But yeah, I'm back on the Jackson kick. I got myself uh, a couple of nice ones. You know, the original ones, I kind of wore the frets down, and I play them sparingly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like people touching and refretting them, you know, because they're never the same. Yeah. So I'll use those for recording. And then, uh, you know, you amplize them still. Well, I got off the 5150s just because, you know, you take them out, and they're getting old, and you have to retube them a lot and whatnot. So I actually, I downsized some DV mark stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and I and I play with fifty one fifty pedal, so that kind of helps. <laughs> Sorry about my dog. Oh, that's all right. I got the same thing over here going. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've kind of taken my equipment to make it easy to travel and get the most power and get my sound out of it, you know. So I I, I switched over to DV mark, and I play with two twelve ones of smaller gigs, and I, and I still have my fifty one fifty cabinet mm-hmm. on the bigger gigs. I can carry as my amp head is about the size of um, a car stereo. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got tube amps too that, that that I could take out, but what I'm mainly using is that. Um, but yeah, you know, that's I don't use too many effects. I, I like guitar to amp mostly, yeah. not too much in between. I have a George Lynch wah wah pedal I play with once in a while, you know, but. Yeah. Uh, what kind of stuff are you using? I'm using, um, I have um, mostly all Gibson stuff. I have uh, the Flying V, the Pro-T V. Um, let's see. Um, Gibson, I have Les Paul Standard, black one. I have a black Les Paul Custom. I have the Alpine yeah. White uh, 98. And uh, Wow. Let's see. So I got I got two a black and white custom and the standard and that the red the red flying V. I'm playing through a hundred watt DSL Marshall with nice. the cab. Um, but I don't I don't really don't use the Marshall really you know, as as the Marshall. I go through the back. So I do uh-huh. use I use a loop by using an atomic amplifier for my effects and everything. So I'm using a fifty one fifty um through is um as the amp itself and and a cab through the whole that whole thing and I use um 
the Eddie Van Halen Wah. And I think think that's about it. That. It's 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 okay. I mean it's it's really good. It gives you a lot of high a high um wah. So it gives you um a lot of high a lot of treble to it though. So you gotta tune you wow. got you gotta bring more of your um bass and your guitar to it. I mean I've I've used um I went through a lot of different wahs to get to um, a better lot of uh, to get to the wah sound that I wanted. I went through the Kirk Hammett one. I went through a regular crybaby. I mean, I tried a, uh, a bunch I've of different never, ones. I never had luck with the crybabies. Yeah. I've always returned them. Um, yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, that's all right. I mean, I went through a bunch of them to, to get to the strongest wah possible. <laughs> to get something, yeah. to, get, to get to that sound that I was looking for, that was a powerful wah. Um. Yeah, it, man. Who's wait? Who puts out the uh, the Eddie Van Halen one? Um, Dunlap. It is Dunlap. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I I, I just never found. I, I went to the Morley. You know, I went with the George Lynch Morley. Yeah. Um, myself, it was reliable. Mm-hmm. It didn't wear down. Yeah, there's something in something inside. But I forgot what it was. Is um, I don't know if it was a modulation or so, something with it with the. The internals that that Eddie wanted, it was some specs that he he made about um inside of it, some, just something about it. And I was like, I gotta try it. And I did a lot of research on it, and it made me want to get it. So I tried it out, and, and oh, I know what it was. It has lights on it. That's what it was. <laughs> it let you know that that fucking pedal was on when you're on the stage, and you didn't have to worry about it. when you click when you clicked it on it. You, if you knew that pedal was on or not. So it has two lights on the front of it. So when you're playing and you're on stage, you know that fucker was on. That was one of the main things I got because of it. <laughs> Jeez, because, you know, I like his, well, I'm, I'm pretty picky. Yeah. I don't use many effects, right? Yeah. But that 5150, the MXR 5150 pedal, mm-hmm. it gives me enough of the gravel that I need, even on a solid state. If I put it on a solid state, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I like it. Um, I like my 5150 amp. It's just I was going through tubes, and I had the block letter edition. Mm-hmm. It just had its time. I and mean, we, we played the St. Patrick's Day Parade on Long Island. It's one of the biggest. I got to be 25,000 people that, that go to it. We used to do it often. Mm-hmm. Someone jumped up on the float and thought he was having fun and, you know, spilled his beer into my 5150. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just get out of my face and get off this damn floor. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> you know, but it's, uh, so after that, it was never the same either. Mm. And, um, so I had to re- rethink my strategy. I was yeah. using a B-52 for a while, tripped around. They called it the poor man's rectifier. Yeah. You know, the Mesa. Yeah. You could use that sucker with the Mesa tubes, but I tell you what, the Behringer stuff was pretty nasty. Oh, I mean, I had my moments with all my Behringer pedals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, spend about I, sixty dollars and get about ten pedals. It <laughs> <laughs> was it Area Crow or Arion? Oh, I like that. Oh, I remember those back in the day. They had I had all kind of those Arion pedals. I had this one octave pedal that I used. I recorded this, the Deep Roots album using it on a few songs, and. uh I tell you, I've never been happy with an octave pedal since. 
you know, mm-hmm. you can't get them anymore. Yeah. I remember but, them. Uh, yeah, they were they were reasonably priced, and mm-hmm. uh, they were stereo too. Yeah, they were fun. And was it purple? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that was a flanger. I think <laughs> I had flanger purple from them. This one was black <laughs> and black and gray. And I may still ha- I just, may still have one in my area pedals around here somewhere. Maybe all cruddy, but I remember having one around here. <laughs> probably still has yeah, the battery probably, in it. <laughs> here, huh? I, I have a problem parting with it all. Yeah, I know you can't really get rid of them. You take you take them over to the guitar center. They won't they won't take them, or they'll give you like two dollars for them. Yeah, yeah. If you're lucky, five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you do? Uh, do you do any? You know, you used to be on uh, with camera and everything. Do you you do the live streaming with camera on the show now? No. No. My, my I look like my little area here is like looks like a hoarder lives in here. I have a, I have so much stuff on this desk. I wouldn't want anybody to see this. <laughs> No, I was just wondering, yeah. uh, you know, my wheels are always turning. I'm looking at, like I was saying, thinking outside the box. If maybe, you know, we did a live show streaming yeah. and if you could, like, come on in between songs or something and talk <laughs> about, you know, Maximum Threshold and, and things like that and mm-hmm. kind of be like a host or site, you know. Yeah. I got, I have real horrible internet. No matter what, I mean, I have, I have like one gigabyte internet. But even if when I go to do them, the uh, do a video thing, it just turns out horrible. I lose my feet all the time. And that's why I, I tried doing this. I mean, sometimes this this works out, and I don't lose the feed. But it, when I do video, it just never works out ever, ever. Jeez, I I don't know why. I have to somehow I have to somehow get like um, a Ethernet thing and run directly right to my router. But my router's like. Like sixty feet away from here, and you know how expensive those Ethernet cords are to get along like that. Jeez. Someday. Yeah. When I get uh, when I get older. <laughs> I I have not mastered the ways to use it to my advantage, but my son is getting older, and he kind of shows me some different things, you mm-hmm. know, things I, I should be doing. And I. I would love to do a concert live stream with with an audience, you know, and yeah. kind of get it out there. I'm going to find a way to do it. I'm determined. I hear you. You know, I mean, I think people, I think with YouTube and everything else, people are visual. Yeah. The visual is back to music again, you know. I barely can do a Facebook live thing. Have you ever seen the stuff that I do? I do it on my phone. It's usually upside down, sideways, or I, I'm playing left-handed <laughs> or something. I can never get it right. Uh, yeah, I used to take my son to the shows when he had, he had a nice camera with microphones and whatnot. And he would he would try to, to do stuff, you know, Facebook Lives for me and whatnot. I, I used to rely on him for it. But now and he's getting older and he's got his things and he's, he's doing his things. <laughs> so i got to find another guinea pig to do, do the camera work. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, man, I'm gonna, yeah. get, I'm gonna get going over here. I want to play this in, this interview with the Trailer Park Boys. Hit refresh on your on your player there and listen to this interview that that we did. Sure, you know it's just cool. Uh, I think uh, I I had a good time doing it, and 
uh, you were great. Oh, thank so, you. Um, cool. I always appreciated your support. I wanted you to know that. Oh, I no, I really appreciate you calling in too. I thought you were a bill collector calling. <laughs> nah, nah, no way. <laughs> I was just talking about it. I got all these people, all these numbers here, people calling here, and it says unknown, 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 and nobody's leaving messages. So I would play them back if I had any messages. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and uh, you know, I will keep in touch with you. I'll try to get on more often and listen, and I'm going to go on to my iPad and try to listen to the show. Nice. So, uh, great. Thanks for the conversation. Anytime, and, uh, man. Everybody- Thanks, Tom. Hey, have a good one, man. You too. Take care of yourself. You too. And I want to thank him for calling in. Here's some sunless days for you, man. Uh, for everybody's tuning in who aren't familiar with them, here it is. Here's some answers for you for my sunless days here on Maximum Threshold Radio. Horns up, fist near, taking you back some days, man. Back after this here on Max and Threshold Radio. Horns up, fist in air, baby.
Rob, you have come to rock on Maximum Threshold. Turn it up! This is the Hellion, and you are listening to Maximum Threshold on the net, where Dom just sacrificed a live goat in the name of METAL! Hey guys, this is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News, and this is your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. And what a week it has been, and lots of tours coming up. High on Fire are now working in the studio on their new album. This will be their ninth, and they are working with Converge guitarist Kurt Bellew and are recording at his God City studio in Salem. The new album will be the follow-up to Electric Messiah and have new drummer Co- Cody Willis on it. Devil Driver have released a new I'm song and video, video for it. The new song is titled If Blood is Life, and the song is off their new upcoming album titled Dealing with Demons Volume 2, and this is a live performance video that they dropped, and that was filmed on their co-headlining tour with Cradle of Filth. The new album is out on May the 12th. In This Moment have now announced their The Dark Horizon Tour. It will be In This Moment out on a co-headlining tour with Motionless in White. Support is from Fit for a King and from Ashes to New. You can check out the band's websites for all the tour dates and tickets are up now. Continuing with your Maximum Threshold.net rock and metal news, Avenged Sevenfold have announced the second leg of their upcoming U.S. tour. It is for their album Life is But a Dream, and support will be falling in reverse. And you'll be able to buy tickets on Avenged Sevenfold's new crypto blockchain system called Ticket Pass. So you can check out the band's websites for that and all of the tour dates, and tickets are on sale now. Death Clock are back, and they have lots of updates. The Metal Ocalypse film, Metal Ocalypse Army of the Doomstar will be out, and Brendan Small wrote and directed this film, and it will have a soundtrack released, and also they will have a new album coming out called Death Album 4, and that'll be out later in 2023, so stay tuned. And the big announcement was their tour, Death Clock, co-headlining with Baby Metal, and it's called the Baby Clock Tour, and all that remains guitarist Jason Richardson is support. Veil of Maya released a new song titled Mother Part 4, and they dropped a music video for it on YouTube. The song is off their new album called Mother. That's going to be out May the 12th through Sumerian Records. And get set for a tour from Dream Theater as they will head out on their Dream Sonic Tour in 2023. Support is from Devin Townsend and Animals as Leaders. Tickets are up now. You can check the band's websites for all the tour dates. Foo Fighters dropped a new teaser. It could be a new song, and it could be to do with their, them announcing their new drummer. So stay tuned. They did uh, some teasers on Twitter and Facebook, so check those out. And it uh, looks like they got a big year coming up with lots of live shows as well. Ex Mortis, they've unveiled their new album, and it's titled Necrophony, and it will be out August 25th through Nuclear Blast. They dropped a music video for the new song called Mind of Metal. You can check it out on YouTube and pick it up at digital retailers. And finally, Fear Factory's Dino Sarez has dropped an instrumental version of a new song titled Roboticist. And they it's on SoundCloud, and he may use it for a new 
upcoming Fear Factory album. He wrote the song for his ToneForge Disruptor software plugin for the company ToneForge, and he liked it so much he's going to present it to the band to see if they want to use it, and it sounds great. I hope they do. This is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News with a Z, and this has been your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. Thanks for tuning in. There you go, man. Here's that new overkill. <laughs> Tune it up, baby. Hope you guys enjoyed. This is some pretty, this is some wild shit here. Back after this here on Max Commercial Radio. Turn it up, man. If you're driving around, you know. Yeah. It, it's, it's pretty cool, man. The fuck's going on with my shit, <laughs> motherfuckers?
The Thresh with Dominic. Hey, this is Rich Ward, the Duke of Metal from Fozzy and Stuck Mojo. I'm here with my brother Dom here on Maximum Threshold. Horns up, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, everybody? Yeah. We're shaking, bacon. Okay, man, I'm getting ready to do that. That was brand new overkill for you. We scorched. Off the brand new release that just came out, man, yesterday. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. What's, what's today, Saturday? Yeah, it came out yesterday. Um, yeah, a bunch of releases came out. Uh, that, that new Metallica came out, 72 Seasons. Um, a few other stuff came out as well. Uh, check out, there's a playlist that came out. Um, it's called New Hard Rock Metal release stuff on spotify whatever it has um this overkill on it It also has the new la guns on there it also has the metallica has voltan on there even though voltan doesn't have the new release on there but it has the last ones on there it's also on there too which is cool so go on that on that new it has has a guy playing guitar leaning back playing on the, the new Spotify um, playlist. So go in there and check that out. Um, listen to all those new songs. There's a bunch of new stuff that's coming out in April. Let's go in there and play it. And also um, hit, re- hit pl- listen to Voltaine on there as well. And what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so um, go on there and just follow follow that playlist. Check it out. And like I said, there's there's that new Overkill. Check that out. Uh, listen to that. It's the new Overkill. So much better than the new Metallica. I gotta say that. Uh, that's just my take. I mean, I listened to the new Metallica seventy two seasons probably three times. Uh, I wasn't real impressed. Um, there was a couple couple cool ones on her, but like I said, I wasn't real impressed. The new Overkill. I'm impressed. Uh, I'm totally down with that. It's an overkill record something you you know when overkill puts it out you're like Fuck yeah when you know bittner's playing on there you, you know you you're getting some some phenomenal drumming on there and you're getting some great guitar work and when i was listening to scorch i was listening to guitar it was something i didn't expect to hear and it sounded really good and it had like a european vibe to it and flair to it and if you listen to that and you listen to that new extreme, you listen to um, the guitar parts in in that song "Rise." It kind of like um, has a, has that vibe to it as well. Um, so I, th- I think I think there's something going on out there between these guitarists. I think they're like um, creeping together. <laughs> so um, so yeah, I started off the show with this. Hey everybody. This is- so yeah that's what i had going on so i was kind of thinking of thinking of the same thing so hey right now i'm getting ready to go play this this trailer park boys interview that michael and myself conducted and my daughter filmed it um olivia um but this was a cool interview that um ricky um actually sort of um had the microphone and he passed it around with everybody so he was doing it so um this is a cool interview that we did um it was like a couple weeks ago 
So um, I'm going to play for you. And the audio came out very good. So I was impressed. So here you go, man. This is I'll be back in a little bit. It's not real long. It actually sounds really good. So here you go. This is Trailer Park Boys here on Maxim Threshold Radio. Horns up, fist in the air, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to put it somewhere close. Yeah. Well, I'm going to walk. Give it to Ricardo. He can what am I doing? Well, we got to hear them too, though. we got to press the button. I already did, didn't I? Oh, yeah, we're rolling. We're rolling. Okay. Check one. All right, check one, two. We're good. Check, check. We're good. Good this isn't gonna get. Is this going to get played on something, or is this just to transcribe it into text? No, we're good. We don't know how to write. So this is going to air Yes, it's going to be on maximum threshold okay, so radio. Try not to get too much hand noise, Ricky. Okay. Okay, so this is Dominic. I'm Michael, and we're with Matthew. Can't even talk. Maximum threshold radio, and we're here with the Trailer Park Boys. Maximum threshold. Did you guys have to sneak across the border, or did you officially come across officially? There was a little bit of sneaking. A lot of sneaking. We came across the legal proper way where I gave them my passport and came across. I don't know what they did and I don't care. Oh, I did the same thing, but I mean, my passport and my name may be a little different. I don't know. I've got a really, uh, I got a guy who's got a really good laser jet printer, so he's able to like make documents. Oh, yeah, that's all you need to beat the customs guys a good laser jet. They don't know how that, they don't spot that at all. Are we here, bubs? Yes, it worked. Laser jet. So, without completely giving it away, what would your alias be if you allegedly had a forged passport? My name on my passport is Michael Greenman. My name... My real name's on there. And that's my business. My name is Johnny Rambo. Wow, that's Johnny James Rambo. That's a good handle. That's a great corn name too. <laughs> Maybe. It's never over. It's over, Johnny. It's an evolution. So tell us what's tell us what's new and going on and exciting in the in the trailer park boys world. That brings you here to tropical Cleveland. We actually got a lot coming down the pipe. We got well, Julian arranged for the cameras to come and follow All us right, again. Okay, so we got a we got a movie coming. We're going to shoot a movie, two movies. two movies. We're going to shoot. We're going to jail soon, so we're going to shoot another series in jail. Uh, there's another series uh, that's animated when we're fucked up on edibles or mushrooms, and uh, that's about it for now. And Julian has a new weightlifting show coming out called Pump It. Pump It. Yeah. I didn't even know that. That's awesome. Is it anything like the late night Skinamax um, that all gentlemen of our age used to have to watch through the squiggly lines and we'd stretch our meat till it looked like a bicycle grip? Is it anything like that? No, it's nothing like that. It's going to be actually, uh, you've got two cameras are going to be following me around. I'm going to show people how to, like, uh, I guess, gain muscle and eat properly. Just him and a bunch of fellas getting oiled up at the gym, oiling each other up. And pumping weights and pumping other things. That sounds like the kind of party me and Dom really enjoy. Especially Dom. 
Well, you gotta do it for a while. You gotta do what you gotta do. But it's pretty big. I mean, do you ever have to just manhandle people when they get out of line? All the time, man. I mean, that's why I did it. I was bullied back when I was a little kid, so that ended once it started, like, you know, getting bigger. So anybody out there getting bullied, go work out, go after them, take them down. Dude, being up in Canada, did you ever have to uh, beat up an elk or a moose that got out of line, like, in your backyard? Oh, I tangled with a moose. I tangled with a moose. I've fought the odd wildlife animal. Yes, Ricky's fought a number of... He's actually, he tried to fight a bunch of alligators down in Florida at one point. They were a little freaky. They got a lot of teeth. I want to fight a shark, but I don't know. When you get up close to a shark, I don't know. Maybe a small shark. But a moose? A moose is a dumb animal. I got into it with a goddamn moose. Well, let's hear What happened? Oh, I was just out in the woods getting, you know, I was tapping a tree to get some maple syrup. And a big bastard came up behind me and tried to fucking huff me to death. I had to run away from a moose in Maine. That's a true story. I believe. I got out. It was about three in the morning. I was driving down the old airline route. Had to take a pee. As I'm peeing, all of a sudden I hear these grunts and this thing starts charging at my vehicle. Got in they and like the smell of piss. That's I, what it is. apparently it was a mating thing or something. Yes, I, I did not know that. Drives them wild. Trying to hump on you? Oh, yeah, that moose was going to bang you, Ricky. Thank God I got away in time. He was probably going to get his lips wrapped around your wiener. <laughs> so, is that what moose do? That's what moose do when you're pissing. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, like, in, at least in the, the western part of America, like in the Rockies, I don't know about it in Canada, but the moose up there really like to get frisky and they're really into giving people rim jobs. Is that is that the same for the Canadians? Jesus. I don't know. Bubs? I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about it, but I mean, that would be that'd be quite a thing, because Moose's tongue's about 14 inches long. So he could really do some damage if he was trying to... He, he's got 14 inch cock, but he measures Jesus. the top of his butt crack right. and comes up and under... That's a slapping. Alright, because no, teenagers don't pay attention anyway. So <laughs> are there any points you guys go back over to England? Doing trips like that? Oh, I hope so. That would be fantastic. We love it over there. That's true. Yeah, hopefully. We haven't we haven't toured for a bit. Whole COVID thing kind of messed everything up and but we're hoping to uh, hoping to get back into it. Yeah. What do you What do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, we you know we especially like places like Dublin, Ireland. That's we feel like home there. It's like it's a great place. People like to drink all day, all the time, every day. I like jolly old London myself. I like London. I like all of it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I do too. Actually, I liked all the countries you went to. Sweden was fun, and Finland, Norway, Norway, Amsterdam. We lost. Oh, oh, Amsterdam is awesome. Although it's not as cool as it used to be, because now everything's legal in Canada too. But it's still pretty badass. Everything's legal in Canada. Any talks about opening up any more cat retreats? Any what? Any cat retreats? Can't what? Cat retreats. 
Oh, uh, cat retreats. Kitty cat hotel. Well, I mean, I would if Ricky would stop destroying the fucking things on me. I had nothing to do with any of that. I've been thinking about opening another one, but, you know, I got to do it right this time. But I've been thinking about opening a very high-end cat, you know, a cat hotel where cats can check in on their own without supervision. You know, they show up and I check them in. They have, like, paw IDs. I could do that. I could rig something up. Now, would you use that fancy new pretty kitty litter or would you go, like, old school? No, that's toxic. Is it? Yeah, she don't need that shit. Oh, maybe not that stuff. I don't know. That's the stuff that's supposed to, like, change different colors if something's wrong. Stewart stuff. Snoop was telling us about that. Normal stuff. I think it's alien material. I don't think it's legitimate because I shit in the, one of those bo- kitty litter boxes and it said I was pregnant. Jesus, that's it. I'm pretty sure I'm not pregnant. Something's not working there, I don't think. Uh, so I think it's all fake and it's all hipster fancy bullshit. <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure in your cat hotel you weren't overpaying for that because it's nonsense. Yes. So let me know, what do you guys also have planned other than the movie and doing like conventions and things like that for this year? We don't plan a lot in advance. Right now we're just planning for the weekend and yeah, we're going to go to the Fan Expo. Definitely going to hit the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, and Fan Expo this weekend. we got to get people there. The people need to come. And we found out like Chef Boyardee started here, so we want to... Does he still have a restaurant here or no? No, Ricky. Oh, well that sucks. Sold that years ago. He makes a really good Chef Boyardi. He makes a good can of ravioli. Put for how many? Like for cans of Chef Boyardi ravioli. There's got to be a record. You should do it. You should do it in the home. I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of good eaters. I know. No, you can. Man, you could. Oh, you on some edibles? You could eat a lot more than nine cans. I don't know if that. Can you get edibles here? Yes, you can. Is it legal here? Yes, with the card. What? Okay, I did not. I, I did not. No, I thought about it, but I wasn't allowed. Bubs. Yes. I like that you know what a. I like you know what a prison wallet is though. The hotel. They call it's called the business center. They have in hotels like the one we're staying at. We can totally do a laser jet one. Downstairs, the downstairs. Your mama's got a business center. Mama's a business center. Your mama's a business center. She's actually no, she's out of business because she went totally free all the time. Can't stay, can't stay in business when you're giving. When you're free, you don't free. stay in business, buddy. It's called being. It's an entrepreneur. <laughs> I would suggest trying to do that challenge with beefaroni instead of the ravioli. Oh yeah, beefaroni? I'm in. I also heard that I also heard the phrase rock and roll was created here. Is that true? You guys should know. I think the phrase was coined here. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean, the phrase. Uh, yeah, it, was a, it was a radio DJ, wasn't it? Alan Freed, yeah. There we go. See? I think it was related to the chef. He was also the lead singer of Glass Tiger, no? Or no, different? Rick, that's Alan Fru. Oh, okay. Different guy. Different guy, Rick. I think it's the same guy, 
but because he was a time traveler, he had to change the pronunciation of his name oh. so people wouldn't be wise to it. See, to me, that makes sense, but I am drunken on drugs. Okay. We're, being, we're being told to wrap this up. Can you guys... Son of a bitch! Tell us, give us a website or any kind of social media so everybody can follow you guys. That's a great idea. I'm not that smart, but uh, Bubs well, is. Swearnet.com is where you want to go. That's got everything that we do. And, then, and when you get there, it'll show you how to get to all of our other Instagram and TikTok. And we have all of the socials. All of them. Very high tech company. All righty. Anything else to add? Uh, I'm one of the, like, put everything together. So please come to those sites and uh, check it out. Come yes. To the, come to the Fan Expo and say hi to us. We came all this way. We want to see some people. Goddamn right. It's been a while. If you don't, you're just being dicks because we travel pretty far. To that's, that's right. We love Cleveland. We haven't been here for a while, so please come out. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, do us a quick, quick promo for our radio station. Just say your name, uh, who you're with, and say you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio and just throw something crazy out at the end of it. Hey, what's going on? My name's Julian. This is Ricky. This is Bubbles, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold, baby. Or maximum Thrusthold. Thank you. Have a smartphone, iPod, iPad, or even Roku? Grab the app, tune in, and search Maximum Threshold and hear the show live directly from your device. And now, back to the guy with the hairline of Principal Belding and the tits of Kelly Kapowski, John. It's all right now. I'm saved by the bell. Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed that little, little, little fun fiesta, siesta fiesta, with Trailer Park Boys that Michael and I um, did with um, them. Yeah, I got a song here I'm about to play. Play, uh, turn you on to some Vaulting, Vaulting. Uh, here, here's one of here's one of my favorite ones here. Uh, this one here is. A nice little ditty that we did. Um, this is this one of Shannon's doings here, and it's me with me on the wah. You hear me wahing it out, wah 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 wah. I love the wah, not as much as Kirk, but I love the wah because it's different. And um, me playing on a fifty-one fifty. Uh, here you go, man. Listen to this. This here is not the one, and I play lead guitar in this band. Yes, this is me. Um, but this is our ragtag band, Voltan. Check us out, man. Voltanrocks.com. Um, we got a lot of merch that we're, we're, that we're whoring out. <laughs> you guys need some stuff. Get a hold of us. We'll get you some stuff. Yeah. Here you go, man. This vault in. Let's check us out on Spotify. Like I said, man, check us out. Vault in on Spotify. Listen to us. Follow us on there and listen to all our stuff over and over and over again. This is not the one. Yeah, we got some new stuff we're working on. Got some fun stuff. 
Here you go, man. There's not the one off the self-titled release by Voltan. Uh, whew, not the one, man. That's a pretty fucking wicked song. <sighs> I love playing that one live. That's a balls and balls of the wall <laughs> fucking rocking tune. It's pretty wicked. If that didn't have um, a wah to it, that's one of those songs where I would go out in the crowd and I would, I would fucking be playing right in people's faces. I really would. I'd be out there because I play with the wireless. I'd be out in the crowd playing it. That's because it's a long solo. I'd have fun with that one. That's a good one to play. Um, yeah. Ah, so there you go, man. I got one more interview then we're going to roll on out of here. Uh, I got this one with Linda Robertson Reinhardt. Um, it's a cool little interview. Uh, me and my daughter, we were just walking around. At the at the fan um, fan fan expo fan at the expo <laughs> and um, so um, I just saw her saw her books that she was had all out there nice display and I was like I was drawn to it because it was pretty cool and I asked her if she wanted to be interviewed and she said yeah and so I started talking to her. Oh, no. First, my daughter was talking with her. And so I, I walked over and talked to her, and and she's, she was kind of shy about it. And I was like, I can, I can make this real easy on you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, make it, you know, I'll make this an easy interview for you. And it, it was easy. So here you go. Linda Robertson Reinhardt. It's a cool interview, man. She was really nice. So um, here you go. This this was a fun interview. Um, I didn't have a lot to work with, um, but like I said, she was really nice. And my daughter, you know, she sparked off a great conversation with her. They had a lot in, lot lot in common with each other with their with these her books, and that's what drew me over there to her. So here you go. This is this was really cool. Um, check this out. Be back after this on Maximum Threshold Radio. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Check her out as well. This is Dominic of Maximum Threshold Radio, and I have before me... Linda Robertson Reinhardt. Hello, Linda. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, pretty good. So what are you doing here in um, lovely tropical Cleveland? Oh, tropical. <laughs> well, I live in Chagrin Falls, and I'm here at the Expo to sell my books. What kind of books are you pushing today? Um, well, I have a dark urban fantasy series called The Eminent Series. It's If I use movie reference, it's kind of like Constantine to Stargate. Uh, for people who aren't familiar with those kind of um, storylines, what are they about? Um, well, it's about an an- a young woman who's turned into an angel against her will, and the rest of it is her quest to get out of being an angel. What are some of the things that she does throughout the stories? She fights a lot of demons, she makes some friends, and there's some ghosts, and there are, oh gosh... Lots, lots of demons and fights and blood and and gore. It's and it's dark and aliens, yeah. For people um, who would let's see, for people who are who who are, I'm trying, I'm trying to trying to bring this into like other other movies or other books. What would they? Um, 
be um, their interest would be in like what other kind of books? What other kind of like books? other authors or other movies? Other you th- can you think that you kind of like link into it? They could re- um, reference with. Oh gosh. I, am, I said that already. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay. I, I will say that my guilty pleasure is I love watching ancient aliens, and that is definitely an influence here. <laughs> and Dominion. Oh, Dominion. From Dominion to ancient aliens. Gotcha. Third, you got something else that goes along great with your books. Yeah. Um, I wrote a 72-minute um, musical score to accompany it. There is um, a lot of or- orchestral, like a movie score, um, but it's there's a little bit of rock and roll in there. And, um, gosh, I it just had so much fun. If the words weren't coming, I did music or art, and then the words would be there. So would this be something you would listen to, like, in the background while you're reading it? Um, you could, or just, you know, throw something on your Spotify, because the, the rock and roll would fit, you know, just jamming out. Did you do this by your? You made this all by yourself? Yeah. You just got your keyboard out and just hit record? Um, well, I use Pro Tools, and I have a lot of libraries that do the, the orchestral stuff, um, and the guitars and the voices and the... the big awesome brams that you know make everything so cool and brand so you play the guitar yourself i do what kind of guitars do you have i have a bc rich um st i have a ibanez just a regular strat body um i have oh gosh i have a a, a couple of well they're from a local producer who i will not name um He's, he's out of business now, but I have a couple of those that are just badass body shapes. And, uh, I think I have an Epiphone Les Paul. It won't stay in tune, though. It's, it's all right. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's cool, but I have to tune it a lot. So where can people find your music, music at? Um, Spotify, iTunes, all the streaming channels. It's, it's out there. And I have uh, YouTube. Uh, LRR Rocks is... Um, I have videos for stuff out there, my, and my website has links to everything. It's www.lrr.rocks. Um, what sells more, your record or your books? Um, this weekend, the books. <laughs> it, can, when you're done. Did you say your name was Dominic? Yes. Rini? Yes. We're friends on Facebook. <laughs> When, when I heard in the band, it started to, to come together. Okay. So how long have you been writing? Oh, 25 years, 30 years, somewhere in there since I was... I'm going to date myself here. Oh, that's all right. Um, well, okay, I, I dabbled in it in, in um, grade school. I got a little more serious when I was a senior in high school. My creative writing teacher was amazing and very encouraging. And after that, I just started doing more and more and more. And I still had to pay my dues of about 18 years before I got published. So. Wow. Yeah. Who, who, who's the one that, um, that published you? Uh, originally, it was um, Simon & Schuster's Pocketbooks um, did the first series. And then um, Ragnarok published uh, the, the first book of the Eminent series, and the, about six months after that, they shut their doors and things were going on. Um, but they gave me all the rights back, and you know, having the the wind 
taken out of your sales twice. Oh, yeah. It was a little hard to, to pick myself back up. But when the pandemic kicked in, I ended up finishing the Eminent series, and now we've put it out ourselves. How did it feel when he signed you, though, that first time? That it felt like a dream come true, and and to have that leave in the end. Um, be, the the last book came out it, of the Persephone series. The last book came out um, when Barnes and Noble and um, Simon and Schuster were having like a well a pissing contest about things and pricing and stuff. So that book never saw a shelf ever, and that. You know, they, when they look at the numbers and decide who to, to re-sign for another book and stuff, my numbers were bad. So I my career ended, and it didn't have anything to do with well, that. Happened. Right. But, you know, I had my dream. I had I touched it, and it slipped right through my fingers. So it was hard to to wrap my head around doing it again. But but I did. It's like the music business. You just got to keep going no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. What would you like to do and, and that's what all of this is, is I've, I've found... It's a hobby and it's something you like doing. Yeah, but I've, I've found me. It's your, it's your therapy, that's how I look at it. Absolutely. And this, this wonderful man has made all of this possible for me. He's the most supportive person I've ever had. You need somebody in your life like that. Yeah, every creative person deserves that, you know, to have the support. Because it's, it's critical to be able to do what you do with confidence to have somebody that that is is giving you the chance to do it if you don't have someone like that in your life you have to pay somebody to be a publicist right <laughs> right so you either that or pay him what you could pay him too um, i sure he wouldn't mind <laughs> well i i will yeah i will say having him here the for cons like this, the weekend he's just so much fun, and it, the time passes so fast. Where do we hear you? What's that? Where do we follow you? Follow me whenever. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like maximum threshold? Yes, maximumthreshold.net. Oh, you catch me! I'm I'm all over. I know. I know. So how can people again, once again, get a hold of your books and your music? Um, www.lrr.rocks. That's, that's right. And we're at on Spotify? Um, yeah, I'm on Spotify as just Linda Robertson Reinhardt. You could do, look for that or you could um, search for Eminence. I also did a short film and that is as Linda Robertson. Not... I, not related to the books or anything, but like it seems like there's two of me on on Spotify because of that. But is it on iTunes also? I'm not sure. I I, I maybe. Usually, if it's on Spotify, it's probably on iTunes. Okay. If you go through some places like on DistroKid. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably on iTunes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I thank you very much for taking time to be on Maximum Threshold Radio. And like I said, I'm going to do what I can do to help get your get the word out there so people can get a hold of your books and get the word out there. And I'll put this on our website and help pimp it out for you. Well, thank you, and I will definitely link to it on all of my social media to help raise your... Thank you very much. Thanks again, Linda, for being on the show, and check her out, follow her, get her book, everything. Ah. 
back after this and we're getting out here. Thanks again for everybody for tuning in to Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Horns up. Fist in the air, everybody. There you go, man. And <clears throat> hey, I just want to throw this out there. There's a bunch of festivals going to be coming up in the next, I don't know, next few months. Uh, May, and then July, and, and then down the road, you got Aftershock. You got um, this weekend, they got Coachella going on, and you have Incarceration. You got um, Sonic Temple. And you got Louder Than Life. Hey, man, if, go check out some of these festivals that are going on. Um, I'm going to be putting all this stuff up on the website. I've been posting these up there. Um, we're pimping them all out. Uh, we got shows coming up. We're going to be giving away tickets to um, some of these local shows that are coming on in Cleveland. We're going to be giving away tickets to um, the Kicks. And the Striper Show at the MGM Northfield Park um, coming up in May. So if you guys are local in this area here and you want to check it out, I'll be giving up you know a pair of tickets to the show. Uh, just stay tuned, man. Uh, we'll be giving more details coming up in upcoming shows as well as on our social sites as well. So pay attention. We'll be giving out tickets to that as well as more details to the concerts. 
Um, don't forget, there's also going to be Skid Row's going to be coming to town, as well as Tesla, and a bunch of other cool shows going to be coming to the MGM. So we got a you know got a bunch bunch of cool stuff coming up as well. So um, follow MaximumThreshold.net. Um, I've been doing a lot of overhaul to the website. Uh, website has been taking a big dump because um, we've been getting hit by a bunch of assholes um, hitting the websites, man. And so putting a lot of time into it. <sighs> so on that note, I just want to say thank you, everybody, for tuning into this week's edition of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. I don't remember what episode this is. I think it's like 604 or 605 or something like that or whatever it is. Um, but I had to jump on here. We've got to knock out some of these interviews that we have. Uh, next week, we got interviews with, um, let's see who we got. And Michael did one with the guy who does the artwork for um, Charlie Tuna. <laughs> oh, I love that one. That, that actually was a good one with um, Joe Woes. And let's see. Let's see, um, we got interview, let's see, um, Christina Orlea and Frank Bailey, who does the artwork for Turkana. And I got another one with um, Amiculus, another author. So yes, we got some more authors um, we'll knock out next week. People have done some some, some awesome um, writing. Yes. So this interview that I did with Christina Ar- Orlia um, was was pretty good. It's a, it's a good interview. You want to you want to tune in and listen to this one. Uh, it's pretty graphic. It's a good one. You like this one? It's a good one to listen to. Um, which is cool. Be- I just want to say this: these people that we interviewed, um, it was, they were so gracious enough to talk with us. And not only they talked with me, but they talked with my daughter, too, because my daughter's also, she's started writing. So um, she's really, she's pretty damn good at this. So um, she's got, she's got a good, she's got a gift. And I hope she's really um, grows with it. And taking her to these, these little com-com, com things, whatever the hell you call these, Comic-Cons or whatever they, these things are. These fan expos things, where she gets to meet these authors, and they're like inspirations. It's like when we go to meet these bands, and they're like our inspiration as a musician. She's doing the same things with these as authors, so it's kind of like the inspiration that she's getting. So she's feeding off, but she's also learning from them. So they're like being like little mentors with them. So it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see that. So, uh, I just want to say that I'm just, just talking shit. So, um, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to toss it out there. So, okay, I'm moving on from here. Just want to say, love you guys. Um, thank you again for taking time out of your life and listening to me babble on and listen to our fun interviews that we have on here. Uh, cause we do that. We do all this for you guys. You know, I mean, it's maybe, maybe our therapy, you know, my therapy, Michael's therapy or whatever, because we do this because this, this is fun for us. It's entertaining, not just for, for ourselves, but for each other. You know, we have something to talk about down the road. 
you know, and like I give you an example, like just out of the blue, a couple of days ago, I just came across an interview that I did with Guar, and I pulled it up, and I didn't forget all about it, and I pulled it up, and I just it popped up. When was the last time you got you got strangled by a Guar? <laughs> And you did an interview with them. I forgot all about that. I watched it. I laughed at that whole thing. I mean, I needed something like that. I was going through some troubling times. And I just watched that and I just laughed. I mean, I was needed that. That was funny. That was some funny shit. So sometimes things like that, you know, brings you through some, some funky, funky moments you have in your life. You know, and maybe something like this helps you, you know. You know, I'm playing some fun music. You know, I got some fun interviews here. You know, you drive around in your car, you listening to this, and it's kind of fun. I mean, it's something you could turn up in your car. I mean, maybe the interviews you, can't, you don't really want to turn them up, but the music is pretty damn good. You know, you could hear some Voltan, and it's not shitty music. You know, you know, it's something you could turn up in your car and fucking rock out to it. You know, you could, that's the kind of music you drive up, get your windows down. And you see some some chicks driving, you know, pull up to you in a red light. And you can fucking, you know, put the horns up to them. You know, and then they look at you like, hey, you're fucking crazy. And you drive off and you're like, ha, <laughs> You know, fuck yeah. It's like a, something in a movie. But the, the movie Rockstar. <laughs> okay, man, hey, I'm getting out of here. So I'll see you guys. If not next week, maybe next week. Uh, week after that. I'm uh, working on... We got some projects we're working on with the band. Uh, we have a show we're playing on the 29th at the Sly Fox uh, with um, Bessemer Saint and uh, Metal Blade recording artist Brimstone Coven. Uh, so we're doing a show with them. And uh, we're going to rock the fuck out of that stage. Looking forward to that. It's going to be a really cool show. We may be opening, but I guarantee you, uh, we're raising the bar for them fuckers. They better be ready to follow us. Um, like I said, man, we're like Kiss without makeup on. <laughs> uh, so, um, without fire and blood and... Okay, well, maybe there'll be some blood. Not that much, but we'll be crying, though. <laughs> okay we're out of here man take care you guys um see you guys on the flip side horns up fist in the air take care everybody love you oh, i gotta play my outro well, I can thank you hey, that's ingus that's ingus clark playing the guitar man i always forget about that not only here on MaxisRushall.net, but also on all of its other lovely affiliates. So however you get a chance to check out MaxisRushall, we would greatly appreciate you listening to the show and the program. Don't forget you can also catch us also on iTunes. You can catch us also on our website for downloading at MaxisRushall.net. Uh, there's many different ways you can catch the MaxisRushall radio show for downloading. Uh, you can also Google Max Russo and you'll come to all kinds of different other avenues to download this show. So anyway, you can get the show and you can listen to it. I would really appreciate it. Like I said, you can 
catch us on iTunes. Just do a search for Maximum Threshold and you will find us. Thank you again for tuning into the Maximum Threshold radio show. The only station to make your ears bleed in a good way.